Tackles everything well. And with me as manager, we must be favourites for the cup. Want the cut bad, ain't no stopping us. We the best, ain't nobody else topping us. Yeah. When I walk you with the clyde body, and the shadow of fiery chat. Oh, 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 fear no evil. Wrapped in the Canadian flag. Hello and welcome to episode 64 of There's Still Time, the AFTN podcast. I'm Michael McCall. And I'm Steve Pander. And we're recording this podcast from TFC's training session up at UBC. So you can probably hear the failure in the background. but yeah, And the Kiwis and everything and the, like that. Yeah, there's going to be sort of weird noises. And we're going to do a bit of spying as we do this podcast. And we'll, we'll keep you posted over the, the course of the show. So this is going to be a Columbus post-game and a TFC pre-game podcast. So let's kick things off with a fantastic away win. Whitecaps' first away win of the season in MLS. 1-0 win at Columbus. What did you make of the game, Steve? Well, first of all, you say 1-0 win. Could easily have been 3 or 4. There were quite a few missed chances, but let's go to the... Obviously, the let's start off with the goal, first of all. It was a fantastic strike by Eric Rattata. Who saw it coming? It, it was a... A simple clearance out of the out of the back from David Elstad. He, he cradled the ball, took a nice touch, cheeky touch, and, is, and wired it in goal of the week candidate. It was fantastic, and that got him at least going into the half on the right foot. It, it was good for him to, to finally get that monkey off his back. It's hopefully going to stop people asking him now, when are you going to get your first goal? What, what did you find most surprising? The Whitecaps won the road or Eric Hurtado scored? Eric Hurtado scoring. Easily, that was the biggest surprise. I thought somebody like Pedro Morales or uh, Kakuda would have got the goal for them if they were if they, if it was going to be a tight game. So, I, yeah, Eric Hurtado scoring in the, in the fashion he scored too because if you look at the way he scored and the number of chances he's missed over the years, yeah, the, num- the missed opportunities have been easier to con- should have been easier to convert than the one he scored in. So, yeah, definitely the Hurtado goal. So Hurtado's goal apart, what did you make of the overall performance? I mean, it was a it was a commanding display. 22 shots to 12. They only allowed Columbus two shots on target in the whole game. And never were in danger of getting scored upon. I, I felt like Columbus didn't provide anything in their attack. Iguin was completely uh, disabled. Uh, he didn't seem to get on the ball in the uh, in the final third. And that's what we, we were talking about in the preview podcast. That you know you need to limit his chances in that those dangerous areas, and I think they did that. The only opportunity he had was on free kicks and and corners, that, that where he had a chance to do something with the ball. And luckily, the Whitecaps were able to defend those really well. I mean, for me, there was all the talk before the game that it was going to be a battle of the number tens. It was going to be Higuain against Morales. But why is and, that? I want to interrupt you there. Why is that? They're never going to play I, against I, each other. I, exactly. I it's like that. which guy was going to stand out. But as I said in my trio time, which hopefully you you listened to in the pre-game podcast. For me, it was always going to be a battle between the two Argentines. DP v DP, Laba against Higuain, and Laba came out fantastic. That was another, another strong game from, from Matthias Laba. And, and, and not only that, I think the most encouraging part of that game was the, 
the continuing chemistry being developed between Kofi and Laba. I think those guys are really developing a solid partnership. Hopefully, Kofi keeps it up. I think Laba is the real deal, and I think Kofi just needs to keep his ascension going in order to maintain what he's been doing in the last few weeks. And the, the whole defensive display and the DM role and also for them back four and Eisted and goal, I mean, it, it was strong, it was solid. As we said, they only allowed Columbus two shots on goal. Clean sheet, only the second of the season for Eisted as well. I mean, all in all, I mean, Carol Robinson said this after the game, the performance away from home was like a home performance. And it's so different from things that we've seen in the last couple of years under Martin Rennie with the Whitecaps. It's actually, it's enjoyable to watch Whitecaps away games now. Yeah, definitely. You're not worried about just like sitting through the game and you, there's no, there's no really no opportunity to go get something from the fridge or take a washing break during the game because they are on the front foot the whole game and you're excited to see that every game so far. I don't think there's been a game where they haven't attacked. Maybe the RSL game, they were a little bit outgunned. I think it was a little bit in their head in that game. But other than that, it's been a pretty solid road performances every game. So before we look at a couple more of the individual performances, let's hear a little bit from Whitecaps training this Monday. So we're going to hear some thoughts on the game from Omar Salgado and goal scorer Eric Hurtado. It was a you know great uh, great experience in Charleston. It was awesome to be in Charleston. Toronto, Toronto and Columbus was a was a great great games and, and really fun to, to play. I uh, you know gained a lot of confidence. I felt like the preseason I lost it a little. So it was uh, great to, to gain that back after a couple games over there. Um, yeah, I came in uh, stronger and, and fitter. So those uh, those five games really worked out for me. Did you go to bed on Saturday night thinking about? The, the missed chance at, at the end there because you looked pretty devastated right when it just by the post. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, you know today I, I'm still uh, still a little disappointed I missed that, but obviously it's uh, it happens. You know, every uh, strike in the world misses chances, so something you just have to get over and uh, hopefully score against Toronto. On the lob, Omar, did you did, do you think it was going in as soon as it left your foot? I actually did. Yeah, <laughs> um, when I chipped it, I, I saw it go in and it kind of when it bounced, it curved out, so it was uh, really disappointing. And then what about the headed clearance? Uh, Carl made reference to how important that was. That must have felt good to get the head on the, the clearance at the end. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, this is about the team. You know, 1-0, 2-0 is the same thing. So, um, yeah, we were, uh, you know, lucky that uh, I got that, that header. I barely touched it. So, uh, yeah, it was a, a, you know, a good defensive play. I'm maturing as a player. I matured over my rookie season last year a lot. And just having Rogo having faith in me, you know, has been great. And like he said, he's going to give players opportunities if they deserve it. And, I've been working really hard on the field, and I, and I got my chance, and I took it. What did you learn from the two performances out east in your play? I got a lot of help from Andy and Jay uh, about holding up the ball. I think I did a lot better in Columbus. They told me how to position the, position myself before I got the ball, um, you know, moving around the center back, so I had more space when I got the ball. I think it showed in Columbus that I did a little bit, did a little bit better holding up the ball. So as we said, first away win of the season for the Whitecaps, first goal for Eric Hurtado, a great defensive display. But I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but there are a couple of things that concern me about the game. The biggest one of them being the inability to, to take the chances. I mean, Eric Hurtado got that one goal. He had four other chances. Omar Salgado had a chance that he, he should have buried as well. We're lucky that Columbus were playing as a team that just couldn't get any offence going. It worries me going forward that if we don't take these chances, we're going to be really punished in the game. The one miss that concerned me the most was Eric Hurtado's. He was cutting across the goalkeeper in around, I think it was the 60th, 70th minute. And he, instead of taking the ball around the keeper, trusting his speed, he took a one-time shot and that went completely off target. 
I think that was a big miss. I think Salgado's goal, that was something that everybody looked. It looked like it was going in, but took a funny bounce on the on the way to the net and swerved just wide. But but, but the thing with me for for Salgado, and we saw it on Wednesday night as well in the Voyagers Cup game. He wants that goal. Yeah. He's so hungry to get that goal. He just he wants to to show Kyle Robinson that he deserves to be part of this MLS team, and I think he's trying too hard and he's going for the shot and he he could have had the pass to Kikuta. Kikuta maybe wasn't far enough up. Yeah. Um, I, 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 and like Kyle alluded to that after the game, he he basically said that Kikuta would have had a shot as well. But the thing is, at some point you have to speak to him and say you're taking shots at the detriment to the team don't always go for the shot look to see if the better option's on first yeah. and I think that's what comes with young guys you've got that rashness and that was the basis of my, my article on MLS Soccer today and it's going to happen and he, he Carl knows it's going to happen with young guys so he just needs to work in that and get a little bit more level-headedness to them I feel No, I totally agree with that and it's about it's about taking the chances when you have them like you said and and knowing where to pass him off. I, I personally don't even think he... He might not even have seen... He might have had tunnel vision there, and I don't think he even saw Kudamani coming up on the right side. He might have just seen the net and the goalie, and that's, that's about it. Uh, he could have... I think the more the choice was, do you go around the keeper and try to get into the empty net, or do you chip it? He made the choice to chip it. I think... I believe he scored goals like that in reserve, and I think he's capable of scoring that, so I think that's why he had trust in himself. So I think that's enough looking back on the Columbus game. Let's turn our attention ahead to Wednesday's very important semi-final second leg in the Canadian Championship. So before we talk about that game, let's hear a little bit of audio from Carl Robinson, Captain Jay Demerit and Russell Tiber ahead of that game. I think it'll be, a, it'll be a mix. I think obviously we haven't got a big squad anyway, um, so it's probably going to be a young, a youngish team again. But it's going to be a team that I think will go out and win that game. We will be going all in. Yeah, we will be. We need to win the game. Obviously, we're one goal behind. Toronto are probably still favourites uh, for the tie, as they've said. Um, you know, but we'll have a go and we'll see. Marco's going to play. Marco will play again on Wednesday. It'll be a great uh, opportunity for him as well to get a second game under his belt. He was super excited after the first game and he done very well. And you know, it's part of his learning curve as well. So he'll play again. Why be so public with that? I don't lie. I said, to, you know, people who know me. I, you know, Mark is going to play. I've got every confidence in him. If I don't have every confidence in him and I say it's a secret and then he plays, then the player will probably be looking at me thinking, why haven't I got confidence in him? So I've got, you know, the utmost confidence in Marco and Marco will play Wednesday. Rusty will play. Rusty will be the captain on Wednesday again. I think he led the team admirably on uh, Wednesday. It was a part of his development as a player as well as a person uh, from this through this football club as well. It is by making him captain because he'll be a future captain of this club. I've got no doubt about that. Carl, we're seeing a bit of a changing of the guard then for the fact that you're going to go with, you know, your young guys yet again and in a yep. game that's so big. Yeah, definitely. I said I've got faith in these young guys. I really have. And, you know, part, the way they learn is by giving them opportunities. And if it, if it doesn't work out, I'll take responsibility for that. You know, I'm big enough and old enough and bold enough to do that. You know, whether it would be the right decision or not, we'll see come Thursday, uh, Wednesday night. But I believe in them. And uh, if I didn't, then I wouldn't be playing them. Anytime you go away from home and pick up good results, uh, that really helps bring the group together. And I think uh, coming into another big game on Wednesday, uh, we got a good squad that's uh, ready to fight for each other, and that's what you want. How impressed were you with that young squad against Toronto FC last week? Uh, you know, it, it's. Uh, I think there was a lot of great performances out there, and uh, from a lot of good young, talented guys. But 
uh, only half the job is, is done because we, uh, you know, obviously we, we didn't get the win there. So I think we also need to keep things into, into perspective is that we need to win this game on Wednesday. And they know that. And uh, the guys that uh, are going to play and contribute, if they, uh, if they play the same way, and uh, hopefully we can, uh, you know, just tighten the screw a little bit more defensively, then, uh, then we got ourselves a good chance. This team reeks of confidence right now and uh, we are a confident team so I think you know, that would be one word to describe us right now you know we've had a good stretch of games and you know we feel like we're playing good good football right now um, it's enjoying to be a part of the team whenever you're you're in the 11 or whenever you get a chance to be on the field and uh, everybody's itching to get on the field and we'll be itching to play this uh, this Wednesday against Toronto and take that that step further in the Canadian championship how nice was it to be the skipper of the side on Wednesday and uh, tell us about your first speech as captain there in the dressing room <laughs> yeah um, kind of just uh, threw it at me to say the speech before the game and I just uh, I said what I felt you know that I was really excited to play with uh, a bunch of the young guys and uh, you know to try and keep some of the old guys out of the squad but um, you know it was uh, it was an honor for me to be to be captain of the squad on that day, just because I I've been part of this club for don't know how many years now. But you know, being the captain in the residency program and now you know of the first team, it was definitely a big honor on that day. Yeah, you've seen a lot of disappointment uh, in Canadian championships in your four yeah, yeah. four or five years with this club. Uh, how much do you want to win this Canadian championship this time around? Yeah, those years are behind us. I think you know we don't look back on that. I think we look forward. And we look forward to win Wednesday's game. We take it one game at a time, and we don't get to the final unless we win on Wednesday. So that's uh, that's all we're looking forward to now. You guys picked up an important away goal in, in that game. You feel like you're in kind of pretty good shape heading into the second leg on Wednesday. Absolutely, we can take a lot of confidence from from our performance in Toronto. Uh, we played a really young side, and, and we competed well against Toronto. Obviously, you know they have quality players, and they showed that on that day. But uh, we have our 12th man here in uh, in Vancouver, and we're really excited to play in front of them. And you know, I think it'll it'll give us the edge on this Wednesday. So Steve, the Whitecaps having to come back from a one-goal deficit against Toronto, do you think they're going to get the job done? Uh, it'll be a tricky situation. I think TFC will sit back a little bit. Uh, that's Everybody's assuming that. They, they obviously could surprise everybody by going for that away goal right away. Uh, but the, it's, up, it's up to Vancouver to take the game to TFC, essentially, because they're playing in BC Place. They have to set the tone and, and essentially go for that goal and and try to get even a couple more to even put it away quicker. I think it'll be a mix of, of, of lineups, like Robinson has mentioned um, in the pre-training. And if you can hear in the background, that's TFC clapping. Giving, uh, giving us a round of applause yeah, so they for, love the podcast, for our wonderful obviously. podcast work. So so essentially, that's that's the way I see it. It's, it's going to be, it's, it's a matter of Vancouver taking it to them and not sitting back and waiting to get that first goal in or whatever. It's, you just got to keep going at them. It's definitely a dilemma for Carl because he wants to reward the young guys that did well in the first leg, but at the same time you have to win the tie. You have to kind of think that TFC are going to be playing their strongest lineup again, or at least a very good mix of it. I mean, as we look out on Dylan Field here, they've brought Bradley, they've brought Defoe, they've brought all the guys that played last week and all the all their main starter guys. Now, obviously, a lot could change before Wednesday, but from what we're seeing, it does kind of look like it's going to be more of a weaker TFC team that we're going to see than in the first leg. Looks like Gilberto is going to get the start. Defoe and Bradley look like they could be starting on the bench. And Dero, after what he did in the first leg to Kakuta Mani, he looks like he's going to be getting the start. So it'd be interesting to see what kind of reaction he gets when he comes to BC Place on Wednesday. So for Carl... His, his dilemma is, what, what does he do? Does he does he keep the young guys in? Does he decide to 
to mix it up a little bit with the veterans. He did reveal a little bit of training this morning. It looks like it's going to be the same back four and goalkeeper Carducci's going to start, Dean's going to start, so that looks to be the same. He also confirmed that Russell Tybert will captain the team again, but he wasn't committal on any of the other outfield roles. Yeah. Or he just didn't, we didn't have time to ask the questions or to get him to spill the beans, because essentially he, he kind of just let it out everything yeah, at once, I mean, one at a time. Carroll's one of those guys, so he only tells people what he wants to get out there. One of the questions for me is who's going to start up front? Are they going to go with Kakuta and Hurtado because they started at the weekend? Will Salgaro get the chance to start? I have a sneaking feeling that he might go for Mane and Hurtado. Yeah, I was hoping that too. I, I, I'm kind of concerned about Mane right now because he played so many minutes in Columbus. I thought he would have been uh, substituted off earlier in order to get a different uh, look on there. I was actually looking back a, just a touch on the Columbus game but forward to the TFC game I was surprised that they substituted so late in the game and not give some guys some break in order to get them ready for the TFC game because I, I think at that point you know one goal one win nothing or, or two win nothing it wasn't was going to make that much of a difference so I, I think that that was a surprising thing for me it's not like Kyle to make the late substitutions. I, I just I have a gut feeling that we're going to see Manny for the first hour and we're going to see Salgado for the, the last half hour, maybe extra time if it hopefully doesn't go to that and the Whitecaps don't need it. I just feel that Kyle's going to want to try and get that early goal. He's made a lot of it in the last couple of weeks, the importance of getting that early goal, and I think that's going to be the focus on, on, the, on the game. It's an important game for a number of players. I, I have big concerns about the fullbacks. To me, Nigel Rio Coker is not a right back. Dean, he struggles at left back. I mean, he's he's great. I think he's a fantastic centre back and he's going to be the Whitecaps future at centre back. He hasn't played a lot of top quality opposition in the left back role. And I just worry that Toronto are going to really just go up both flanks. And they're going to have seen last week the, the problems that they caused by doing that. And Rio Coker was out of position so much in last week's game that I, I just think that's the weak link to attack up that, that side of the pitch. And it's not only that, he just doesn't have the chemistry to uh, you know, com- keep that line compact. And like that one goal that was allowed, he, he totally didn't play with the line and everything. And he kept to full onside essentially which which led to the first goal. I mean, it's just a shame they couldn't have kept bait sure just for an extra couple of days and just played him. No, I mentioned that too. I, yeah. I wish they had just played him in the first TFC game and, and, and if yeah, they knew tie, he was going to go right. anyway. I'd rather, I'd, rather, I'd rather him take up one roster spot because maybe he could have uh, avoided one of the goals. It would be a 1-1 draw coming into BC Place or something like that. So I, I think it would have been better that way. We'll see what happens. I, I, maybe, they, maybe they go a little bit more defensive on the wings. We were talking about uh, the other positions. Maybe... Laba, because they have a, uh, a weekend coming off, maybe Laba and Kofi remain at the holding midfielders. Maybe Tyber plays in front of Rio Coker to offer a little bit of defensive help there. I don't know. I, th- I think. Because I, I don't think Fernandez, after playing 90 minutes, is going to be able to play 90 minutes again no. or even start. I, I think we'll see Alderson. But as for the rest of it, I mean, it's just. It's all up in the air. And I think Carroll might actually take. I mean, he's going to have in his mind what he wants to go for. But there's still. I mean, we're recording this Monday afternoon. There's still over 48 hours the game kicks off. Little doubts might creep in or he might just see a couple of things in training that makes him want to go a slightly different direction than he's currently planned. Might even have thrown a few red herrings out for the media this morning just to kind of put TFC off. But, yeah, it's it's a, it's going to be a, a really tough battle. And for me, it, we've discussed this before, it is the final. I think whoever wins this is going to win the Canadian Championship. 
and let's just hope that the White Cats can lift their first Voyagers Cup. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that back actually a little bit. I know you mentioned uh, just mentioned that whoever wins this, I'm thinking that if Bradley and Defoe leave, and with you know in the lineup that's left behind, how good is that lineup compared to Montreal? Well, Montreal is just dire. I know they're dire too. But there's not even a guarantee Montreal is going to get into the final at the moment. True, but uh, but I'm just saying TFC is going to they're going to lose quite a bit in that because Bradley and Defoe were the difference against the Whitecaps. There was nobody else that was really a difference maker. If those two guys are gone, is is TFC any better than the teams in the other side of the bracket? I mean, the good thing from the Whitecaps' point of view is they've got this bye week coming up. And I think that is worth taking a little bit of a risk. I'd like to see Alderson playing back there with Laba. Yeah, one of the either Kofi or Laba, one of them. I, I just think Laba in there, a few little hard tackles. I mean, Kofi can do hard tackles as well, but he ends up getting booted because they're very undisciplined. But Laba, he can do the dirty work and he can take down Bradley, he can take down Defoe. And that's what they need. They need to get a little foot in early on these guys. And that's my concern with playing the young guys, that they're not going to have just that aggressive edge to like put the boot into these big guys yeah and I, I like to even see a guy like Morales in, in the lineup I, I I personally would like to have to feel a strong lineup not that I'm discounting what the young players have uh, as everybody knows I have a lot of confidence in them I just like them not to put th- those young guys at that big of a uh, pressure point obviously we know Froze and Bustos aren't going to start because they're going to be on, on, at the U20 camp so they're definitely not going to be there so it's just a matter That's of getting, a shame the timing for those guys yeah but and they played this weekend too against yeah. Seattle so so it, so it was unlikely that after the playing 90 minutes against Seattle how much were they going to play against DFC yeah. anyway so there's definitely going to be some changes from last week what, what's your prediction what's your gut feeling right now gut feeling I, I, was, I was I'm thinking a one nothing win for the Whitecaps I think but, it's going to be a 2-0 draw and I think that's then going to take TFC through I hope I'm wrong because, as you know, I'm Mister Pessimist. That's that's my that's my worrisome that that's my worrisome prediction that that it's going to be a draw or something like that. That TFC will pick up something late in the game and be able to even up the score. But it's definitely going to be a good game, and we really look forward to it. And as we say, Toronto have arrived in Vancouver on Monday. They're training at UBC today as we're recording this. So we actually were lucky we got to speak a little bit to Ryan Nelson just ahead of Wednesday's game. And here's what the Toronto head coach had to say. Well, I expect a very tough game against a you know a very good team. Um, you know, it doesn't matter who um, who Vancouver put out. They're a very very good team. They're really well coached. So it's, it's just a difficult game. So uh, we're really looking forward to it. Were you surprised by the lineup that they dressed last uh, last week? Because they're going to go young again against you on on Wednesday. No, not at all. Um, you know, we did it last year as well, and um, we went really young. We won we won the game two 0 Went really young again. It backfired on us, but um, it's for, for us. It's just depending on where you are, where you are in the season. We've we've got new guys in. We've had injuries. None of our guys, even our starting main guys, have have actually properly played. You know, continuous ninety minutes. Um, so for us, it's about just getting ourselves in, in gear. Let alone trying to win games or lose games or the cups or anything like that. It's just about playing together and getting everybody else, everybody used to each other. Didn't matter the score for me whether it was going to be six nil or a four nil loss. And you know. Probably just similar to Carl, um, you know, you have grander schemes, bigger schemes, and and um, you know we're just going to play to win the game. How much, how much looking forward to your game on Saturday? Do you when picking your lineup for Wednesday? Did, does that with the older guys worry about you know tiring them out for the MLS game? No, nope, um, no, nope, the guys want to play. Um, obviously, you know, we, we'll, injuries are the, the main concern. Playing on an artificial field and and with the travel is not ideal, but 
but all the guys are fit and fresh and so yeah. How important is it to Toronto getting into the Champions League again or do you see it more as a distraction with the, the key focus being on the playoffs for you this no, year? No, every, every game is important, whether it's a cup game, whether it's a reserve friendly game, whether it's a, we, we try and win every game. So that's how we think about it. So Ryan Nelson there talking to a select few media on Monday up at UBC. So before we round up this post-game, pre-game podcast, uh, Steve, I know you want to talk a little bit about the residency this weekend. Yeah, well, they're coming up. They're playing their final home game this season. They'll be facing a Real Salt Lake team, that that academy team that, that is a pretty strong team. As you can see, they've, they've developed quite a few players. So that'll be an interesting one. It'll be at Percy Perry Stadium Saturday. I believe the start time is 12 o'clock, but check your... Uh, check the Vancouver Whitecaps website in case the time changes or the location changes because that's that could happen at any moment. Yeah, definitely. I, I hope to be there. I'm having my wisdom teeth taken out on Friday, so I'm not sure exactly what state I'm going to be in on Saturday, but hopefully well, I can get there. Actually, might be really fun to have you there high on drugs and everything. Yeah, I have to drive there. That's, that's the kind of problem, but we'll, we'll see what happens. But hopefully everyone can get there because it's a, the last residency home game of the season and they're both teams are in the playoff spot so it's, it's going to be another trip to the playoffs for both the 18s and the 16s. So just before we sign off as it's getting a little bit noisier here now just want to say a big well done to Croatia SC for winning the 2014 Provincial A Cup on Saturday at Burnaby Lake. Fantastic 1-0 win over two-time defending champion Surrey United Firefighters. Also a big well done to South Burnaby Fighting Irish who took home the B Cup. Guildford FC who retained their under-21 title and that was an eventful game with two goals and three sending-offs in the last 15 minutes and also big well done to Poco Castilians who won their Masters title. So you can read all our coverage of that on AFTN, we've got video from the finals and reports and stuff like that so check that out. So just before we head off, just a little bit of transfer gossip. The, the Whitecaps, we believe, are trying to get a deal done. We're not sure today, the 12th, is the last day of the transfer window. Whitecaps are trying to get the job done. It's going to be a South American, Colombian, we believe, centre-back who can also play at right-back. So we're hoping that that can maybe get done before the end of the day. But if not, he's someone that could be joining the Whitecaps squad in the summer. Definitely need uh, someone at the right-back position anyway to, to cover for beta sure. And from what we've been told, he's an exciting young talent and prospect that could be with the Whitecaps for a lot of years to come. So that's all for another episode. So Steve, just let everyone know where they can find you online. Uh, you can find me at Whitecaps Beat on Twitter and writing for AFTN. And I'm Michael McCall and you can find me on Twitter at AFTN Canada. You can read all our stuff on AFTN on Canadian Soccer News, AFTN.ca. And you can read my stuff on Soccerly.com and I'm the Whitecaps beat reporter for MLSsoccer.com. So we'll leave you from a noisy Dillon Field, Toronto warming up. Hopefully no little accidents, no slips. Uh, I don't think we, we left enough grease on the pitch maybe for them to, to have a little accident. But we're looking forward to Wednesday's game against TFC. Hopefully the Whitecaps can get the job done, get through to another Voyagers Cup final and hopefully this time claim their first ever championship and a place in the CONCACAF Champions League. So until next time, thanks for listening, take care, and mon the caps! One day, I shall come back. Yes, I shall come back. Until then, there must be no regrets, no tears, no anxieties. Just go forward in all your beliefs, and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine.